1: smell
2: something. Put that cookie down! Hello and welcome to the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers, I'm Shane.
0: Josh. Johnstar.
2: We're filmmakers, we're fans, and we are failing class today. We're talking about film school, and we have back on this week, we have Connor McLennan. Hello.
0: Hi Connor. Hi (laughs) This time, suck my dick. Uh,
2: Whom you might remember from last week as our video game friend and filmmaker, fellow film school what do you call? No, it? i video game friend. Colleague, I want to say colleague, but what's like the col- word for colleague? Classmate. classmate. Hello, yeah, classmate of Chanster
0: and Josh. Just of Josh. I've graduated. Stop lumping. He you was in your these classmate losers. like uh, a month ago. Uh he was like a year behind <laughs> yeah. me, so but he was still yeah. in classes <laughs> yeah. with you. He was in no classes with me. <laughs> wait, <laughs> really? Oh, wait. No, you were in Production Project Four with me. Yeah, okay, okay. fair yeah. enough. And then <laughs> I
3: used to come up to your class, uh, to the window of your class, and put a bit of paper that said Wild 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 West, and you would just about <laughs> the middle of class. Sorry, we're talking about Storm school
2: this week, but as always, we start with asking, what have you been watching? And
1: Josh, what have you been watching? Oh, shit. Oh, hey. Um, so I recently finished the season finale of Love. It's the Judd Apatow comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah. like TV show starring um, Gillian Jacobs and Paul Rust. So it's like so it's about, it's like meant to be this like down-to-earth type love story. So pretty much it's and a look at dating. So, have any of you seen the show? I have not. Okay, um, I, I do recommend it. It's pretty. It's an interesting show. It's only like the. It's only ten, twelve episodes per season. And it's only three seasons, and then they okay. like, they, oh, are they done. And uh, yeah, that was they the final done. season. They, they, yeah. okay. they fully finished. It. It's like a nice, tight story. Really, I really enjoyed it. Um, interesting characters um, and choices, and like one character is a stuntman, so it's really funny exploring like that sort of, sort of side of things. Um, typical like Apatel type uh, so it goes on for like five hours and <laughs> everyone just improvs
0: badly <laughs> no that's me. No, no scenes actually end yeah yeah this is um in a sense but
1: then they do because there's other writers so they're like
0: <laughs> hell no um
1: so yeah I recommend that it. series. So uh I've been watching Annihilation, which I believe we all oh, yeah. We have all.
2: Have you watched Annihilation, Kevin? Um, oh. we, we didn't. Damn it, we can't spoil We have to. Connor. Actually, it's not a movie that can be spoiled in that sense. There's no twist to it. And no, not we're not right. spoiling it away because no. you need to watch this. You need to watch
1: it. But it's Alex fucking motherfucking Garland. Like, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, we should have talked
2: about him last week because he wrote the Halo script and the Halo script is actually good. Ooh. Ooh. Has anyone read it? Have either of no, it? No, I haven't. And I, he I also came out and he might have actually that, directed though. Dread. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Is that, is that a... No, no. He didn't. Carl no.
3: Urban said that he, like, he was the one that really directed Dread. And directed other, yeah. in quotation marks. Yeah,
2: large. yeah. Um, but uh, so, what
0: else have you been watching?
1: Uh, that's it. This oh, that's is it? Annihilation and Love. Annihilation. Uh, well, Chancer. What just, have you been watching?
0: Wait. Um, I've uh, so. I've been pretty busy. Uh, most of this is research stuff because uh, I am uh, about to start work. Not about. I got months to go uh, start uh, work. Color grading a film, so I'm watching a lot of films like that film to get a sense of their color. It's a uh, like a two thousands uh, rom com, I guess. So um, nice. I watched Legally Blonde, which. <laughs> Holy fuck, that movie holds up. It's a yeah, per, it's a, it's, a it's one of
2: the closest things to a perfect script, mm. as you can get. The, everything's executed just right. It's great yep. Hollywood filmmaking.
0: Absolutely. Um, I watched Clueless, which was, <laughs> I, I think, uh, like, this is- I still
2: haven't seen that.
0: I, I think Clueless, of all the films I watch, is the one that I'm like, all right, this is the sort of colour thing I got to go for. Um, I watched Mean Girls, which, yep. holy fuck, that movie. It's oh, my God. This is
1: incredible. It's great
0: because, like, I watched three movies that, like, really hold up. And then I watched two that absolutely don't. And the director specifically told me to watch these two. So, Davin, if you're listening, fuck you. Uh, which is The Hot Chick, which we watched <laughs> oh, recently my together God. anyway. Oh, fuck me. Uh, And then White Chicks. Oh, fuck. White
2: Chicks, look. I still can laugh at some of the jokes in Terry Crews. I yeah, I
0: can laugh at Terry Crews, mm. uh, but a lot of that movie does not hold up. I do like the fact that it has set up and payoff, but sometimes they wait. Like the whole lactose intolerant thing. Start of the movie like lactose intolerant. It's Next so scene, it's, it's, it's so in. like paved out there. It's just like remember we like, I'm lactose intolerant. Remember that? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Remember I'm lactose intolerant. Hey guys, watching the film, I'm lactose intolerant. It'll come back in like a scene. Next scene, he drinks milk. Oh, Oh no. Um, But at the same time, I've also been watching a lot of Noirs uh, because I'm looking at writing one. So Mm. I watched uh, Nightcrawler. Which was yes. super good. Um, Had you seen that one before? I hadn't.
2: Uh, oh man,
0: really? Regret when he that moves case.
2: the body,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: I saw oh. it in a packed cinema, and I've n- very rarely do I feel such a universal <gasps> moment when he moved
1: that body in the first crime scene. Because that's like the first moment when I it read was bad. an article yeah. how how much Nightcrawler is a cinematographer's movie just cause like everything's yeah.
2: like Robert motherfucking Ellsworth yeah, Robert I just saw him on a round table he looks nothing like what I thought he'd look like based on his cinematography they never do
0: <laughs> what, what did you think he looks like? I thought he'd be like a darker brooding
2: type he's like a <laughs> pudgy round balding old man
0: he sounds like he'd be dark and brooding though mm.
2: no he doesn't look he looks like, like he looks like your fun uncle <laughs>
1: oh yeah dude
0: <laughs> Robert Ellsworth, my fun. uncle. <laughs> um, uh, and then I also watched uh, A Futile and Super Gesture on yep. uh, ah, yes. on Netflix. Uh, really good biopic. I um, have it either, I've any watched it, I have yeah, not seen it yet. yet. Um, it was it's, great because I have asked myself the question what does the National Lampoon movies even do? mean? Yeah. Why are they National Lampoon? I understand that now. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that it was a very self aware biopic. It's, it's
1: one of my favourites because it has style. It's not just yeah. like trying to be a cookie cutter biopic. It yeah. It's just like, it's like, hey, you, you all know Will Forte doesn't look like me when I'm younger. Wait, do you really think Will Forte looks like he's in his 20s?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and th- there was that whole moment where it was like, there was this guy and this, this guy, guy and this guy. guy. But they weren't really and here. But, but there were actually like, like really 30 people. But yeah. this is a movie. I've only got... we got, uh, yeah, got to condense it down. we got to condense it down to five characters. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, Joe McHale was like, oh, Joel McHale is Chevy Chase. Joel McHale yeah. is Chevy Chase. I swear to God, that was just because of community yeah. and how mm. much they didn't get along. Yeah. Um, and I think that was everything. Oh, and John Wick 2, which is just, it right. was it was good mm. and I'm glad I haven't, I didn't just watch John Wick. Because mm. if I watched John Wick and then watched John Wick 2, like i I'm like, fuck yeah. that shit. Whereas I waited like two months and then I watched John Wick 2. I'm like, oh, this is Sounds fine. Nice. Yeah, it's,
3: I think I still prefer one, but I just, I love the
0: look There's of no two. fucking question. Yeah. I d- no, I number one, one was
2: infinitely lit better and coloured better. Number mm. two, it just felt like they. they I
0: just,
1: did see a side-by-side frame. I, like, mm. yeah. I felt That's
0: like great. someone trying to do John Wick. Yeah. But was
2: it the same DP? It was the same director.
0: Same DP It was though?
1: only one yeah. of the directors though, wasn't it? it was like, because oh. there was two of them and the one I was on the yes. third movie, yeah. hopefully they return to form. Hopefully,
2: right. um, but yeah, that's everything. Anyway, Connor, what have you been watching?
3: Um, well, I decided that I would uh, watch some movies from the mother country, so New Zealand. So I watched uh, Boy. Nice, nice. Um, I rewatched uh, Brain Dead. Oh, yep. fantastic which, film! Oh, just that. Build, Aka, AKA Dead Alive. I yeah, kick ass for, for the Lord. Lord. <laughs> that that guy needs to get his own movie. Um, <laughs> even though he dies like two minutes later, but
0: spoilers. Um, yeah, he comes back as a zombie, and then they yeah. fuck.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Isn't it a nurse and the, the priest zombie?
3: Yeah. And yeah. then they
0: have a zombie baby. Yeah. Which,
3: and you, then the mum blows up. And, yeah. And, oh, dude. It's great, just so good. Great film. Um, What else? Oh, my uncle from, well, my uncle who's in Saudi Arabia sent me a copy of Meet the Feebles. So uh, watch that. Meet
0: the Feebles is very hard to get. I had to yeah. order it through like a whole bunch of avenues, but so good. Yeah. Well, well worth it.
3: Yeah. No, it's it quite good. See, um, sodomy.
0: You may I, think it very odd of me that I enjoy the act of sodomy. Mm. Uh, you may call the wrath of God on me, but if you try it, then you might agree. Oh, that you enjoy bit. the act of sodomy. Great song. <laughs> Great uh, song.
2: So what. what happened to that, Peter One. Jackson? Yeah.
3: yeah. I don't know what he's doing now. Something about. You know. <laughs> so, All right. sure, well, what is speak, he doing? Big, next? Big, ah, they, Mortal Engines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. Producing, yeah. he's yeah. not
2: directing, and everyone's like, Peter Jackson, uh, Mortal Engines. It's not. It's like a visual effects guy from, yeah. from the last, from the Lord of the Rings of movie. Of course, he's yes. Now, oh, right. is now doing.
1: I mean, I kind
3: of hope he's working on the next Tintin film. Cause, uh, cause,
1: uh, he should have done a, yeah, swaps with Spielberg, yeah, right? Yeah, they're going to swap yeah. this one. And, oh, mm. man, I just... I, I don't think it. it's ever going to happen. Um, yeah, because that
0: was meant to be years ago. That yeah. was meant to be when the first Tintin yeah. came out. Like yeah. two years
1: after, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, and then I also rewatched uh, Hunt for the Whittle People. Amazing. Yeah, yep. such oh, a great just film. Sam Neill is a god in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just, oh, he, he's like the... Tom Hanks of New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Tom Hanks, so that's a... That's- Have you seen
0: The Omen 3 yet? No.
3: Oh dude. Tom Hanks in The Omen 3.
2: No, no. no uh, Sam Samuel Sam, Neal. Neal. Sam Neal. Oh,
0: oh, Tom Hanks yeah. of New Zealand is in it, yes. Yeah. Hashtag butt baby. <laughs> Hashtag
1: butt baby.
3: <laughs> oh, oh. And then, yeah, uh, apart from that, uh, not much That's else.
2: Uh, okay. What have you been watching, Shane? Well, Shane, I've been watching- Hey,
3: Shane, go fuck yourself. You guys <laughs> need to
2: start picking. We've done, what, this is episode 18. You guys need to pick up on this. Shane, oh. what have
3: you been watching, Shane? Oh, thank oh, you, you, Connor. kiss I've watched quite a bit. I watched- Get the fuck
2: out. <laughs> I watched Red Sparrow. Ooh, oh, how was that? Eh. Wow. that's what I've
3: heard, too. I've heard a lot of I eh.
2: there was not one moment I didn't see coming there's like two big yeah. twists and I saw both of them coming a mile away it's really interesting to see Jennifer Lawrence be so understated she's not normally cool. that understated yeah. but it was eh. I watched Annihilation and it blew me <sighs> oh it, it, it didn't God. blow me like I'm not a lot of people are citing it as like the greatest it's sci-fi blowing. ever made it's ever. not, it's, not. But it's very good at what it does I wish that Alex Garland would trust a static shot once in a while. He's just, <laughs> there's moments, there's like the scene, you know, the scene, Josh, it's where it's Jennifer, Jason, and and they're in the little outpost out just before the bear. Yeah, attack. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's her and Natalie Portman, and these are two of some of the best working actors. They're delivering some good dialogue. There is no reason why your camera needs to be moving, and he's just dollying sideways over and over and over again, arbitrarily, there's no decision to it, and it bugged the shit out of me. But the bear scene in My the house, house bears,
0: yeah. gave just me that
2: nightmare fuel. The yeah.
0: visual effects in that movie were fucking off the chain. Some of it with a little. No, there, there were a few. The like, deers, the which deers which the were deer. really yeah. like the same run cycle. They didn't alter at all. I thought that was the point. There were duplications. They mentioned duplications earlier in the film. As soon as ah. that popped up, I'm like duplication. Got okay, it. Okay, right. Yep. Okay, um, yeah. But the, the fucking crocodile and the bear... Yeah. Yeah, the crocodile was legit That was crocodile. insane. There was one shot of the crocodile where I was like, yeah. okay, cool, it's definitely CGI. They yeah. didn't get a real crocodile. Yeah. But the bear, the bear, holy shit. And the end thing was got me a little... A funny, uh, oh yeah, no, the end thing, I feel like it, yeah. it worked as as a weird... I bought it. Of it, I bought it. That, the
2: last 20 minutes, I thought... The, the last half of the movie, I thought was infinitely better than the first half of the movie. Yeah. Just, yeah, but anyway.
1: I think a funny fact was the same effects guy worked on Paddington that worked on Annihilation. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you like, can really see it. The that band. bear
0: looked so much yeah, like Paddington. Yeah, and, and
1: they're like, well, Paddington's a nice, sweet bear so we named named Paddington. No, so we're going to name this bear after, like, a really rough sh- um, train station in London. So his, name, <laughs> it, his name's, like, Bloomington or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, but, you know, I, I I thought it was good I, I liked it um
2: and then i re i re-watched the big short cool. which hadn't seen it yeah it, that movie holds up that movie is what i would call a horror movie in the truest sense of the oh word God, in it that it is terrifying yes. it is yes. genuinely as a human being living on this planet mm. it is a terrifying movie it's mm. so well acted it's the cut on that movie i know i said uh between Lady Bird and Fury Road but I would add the big short into there if you want to learn how to edit a movie (laughs) and how much of an edit can then change the story and
1: move it and shape Mm. it and the way they shot it's so good that's another thing where they're like they're not doing the typical format they're like Mm. hey this didn't really happen we didn't just leave these documents here but whatever
2: yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, I, st- I started bath, oh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia from the beginning. Oh, yeah. I and that of that I It's it so funny. The, it's gang so <laughs> the, the gang gets racist the <laughs> first time. The gang gets racist the first But, like, in that episode, they accidentally start up a gay bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The
0: worst. laughs> no. Have you not seen it, Charles? I God? haven't seen it. Honestly. Wow. Oh, so, it, is,
2: missing out. it is your humour through and through. It's, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. Uh, the show The Good Fight came back, which is a spinoff from The Good Wife. It is just as good. Christine Baranski is class from beginning to end. She'll just have scenes which... They'll just cut to her reaction, and it's like the biggest laugh. She's so good. She's Need to so watch both. Like you keep telling me to do, <laughs> and I would highly recommend. The Good Fight is, I think, a better show because they're not as restricted like network shows are in terms of running time, in terms of language and course. But even then, they choose like the best moments to drop an f bomb. They don't just drop it everywhere and say, "How we're cable, we can say fuck, 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 fuckity fuck." They. Pick their moments, and mm-hmm. it really like makes it impactful. But watch the Good Wife beforehand yeah. because there's all of these the, the the crux of the show. What it kind of hinges on a lot is these characters coming back from that you saw from a couple of episodes cool. back, and they're doing something, and you know how they. And it's they present you a situation, and then they bring in this character. And you're like, this character's gonna fuck it up because they always do this that. They have like judges that are really liberal judges that have that aren't liberal. They have opposing lawyers that are shit. It just, it's the characters on that show and the writing on that show is some of
1: the smartest stuff I've ever seen. I just feel like i am come like happy endings where it is like a bunch of cats in my house now and then good wife's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I saw
2: a movie called Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Yes. Okay. That's a masterpiece. That is so fucking good. I a lot of people have told me to watch it. It's basically like a rock opera about a gay, ter- like f- who's... Who has gender uh, reassignment surgery forced onto him, mm. and and it's like a rock opera, and he's, it's, there's all this music, that's intercutting, and I thought it would be like an, a fun story or whatever, but they actually shoot it excellently. They do some really cool stuff with the camera that happens. There's this like a, a literally like mm. a 360 degree tilt done inside of an oven, and it's so good. And that performance, John Cameron Mitchell is the lead in that. I think that's one of the best male lead performances ever just in the history of cinema i I would put it up there with any of them because it's so all-encompassing he's playing a pretty nasty character like a person who's not nice but you understand why and the music is fucking great and that end scene is great there's so much to love about that movie so that's a really good one and then i saw a really piece of shit movie called secret of the incas which is a Charlton Heston adventure movie from 1954. I want to say 54. It's the visually they stole a lot of that that became Raiders of the Lost Ark, the costume, the fedora, right. the treasure hunting thing. It It's dated terribly in terms of the female characters. There's no adventuring at all. In they this adventure <laughs> they, movie? They filmed for real up at Machu Picchu and <laughs> it's – just, it's not good. It's not, there's no tension. There's nothing there. It was so bad. Everyone's like, oh, it's just basically a rip-off. I'm like, no, no, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark is infinitely a better, better movie just in the way it's shot, in the plot, in the female characters, everything. It's just, it was so, I was really disappointed that I saw that and I didn't get anything out of that other than, hey, that's where they got the costume for Indiana Jones. <laughs> Um, And then the last one, and I'm going to get a little bit serious with this one, I literally just last night saw Love, Simon at the Brisbane Queer Film Festival. Excited to see it. It, If I had had this movie when I was 14, I probably wouldn't have spent nearly a decade hating myself. It is it's a very personal movie and I don't think it's like from a, it's shot well, they do a lot of really interesting formal things in it but it's not like as all encompassing as something like The Shape of Water or yeah. even Lady Bird which is a more sort of fits that same coming of age high school thing but we've talked about representation why representation matters and me seeing that movie on the cinema that there was something almost religious about that experience. It was very... Very cathartic and very emotional. I th- currently that's my choice for favourite movie of the year. It's going to be very hard to beat because it's such a personal reason for it being number one. It's yeah. not a technical reason, it's not mm. a cinematic reason, it's a deeply personal reason. It's a very sweet and it's very funny too actually. The, I didn't expect it to be just as laugh out loud hilarious as it was. The, the writing is really great, the lines and the actors. They've got a really great cast so they've got Tony Hale who's from, uh, you know him as Buster from Arrested Development. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's the principal yeah. Whoa, okay. and he's like the weird kooky principal. Oh, it's okay. very easy A eh, in terms of the dialogue tone. Okay, cool. And they've got, uh, I've forgotten her name now. Um, Catherine Lane. No, uh, she's she's from Insecure. She's one of the best friends in Insecure, but she's the drama teacher in Love, Simon, and she is such a scene stealer. She's great and all the kids are great and, and Jennifer Garner and Josh Duhamel play great parents in it. It's, I saw it at uh, the queer, queer film festival and there's one particular scene with the parents and there was someone about two two or three rows behind me who burst out crying it like it was hitting it was a really great crowd I think that's probably my favorite audience I've sat with since the last Harry Potter movie where again that was like a really transformative it's the end of my childhood moment and then this was sort of basically a room full of mostly gay guys and it was it was it was something else it See, was, I'm
0: still waiting for the asexual version of that because I don't Know if it'll ever be made. I'm the one who's going to have to make it. The closest thing we've got, and it's funny because I was talking to an asexual friend of mine as well. We both had the same experience. 40 year old virgin was one of the movies that shaped my life. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really odd because, like, when he mentioned it, I was like, no fucking way. I thought I was like really weird for that. But apparently, that's an asexual thing that people do. 40 year old virgins is our love, Simon.
2: Oh, wow. (laughs) For now. For now. And it was because there's some scenes in there. Like when you're like literally seeing a part of your life ripped out and then played up on screen, yeah. there is something I've never seen that before. I've seen things and you're always substituting characters and ideas and feelings and emotions, and then but there was like literally just seeing a literal translation of a moment from your life put up on the screen. There's something both surreal and wonderful and terrifying about that. So it comes out like two weeks. Oh, it'll come out sort of around when this podcast is out. Go and see it. Movies like that need box office, they, it's the first studio to sort of produce film like that, so nice. very good. Anyway, back to back to funny silliness, uh, film school. Film school is a thing? Back to funny mark? Silliness. silliness, film school, Man. Back to hell now. <laughs> so film school is a thing,
0: isn't it? Everyone, uh, it is seeming everyone at this table has, has been c- to or is currently going to. He, well,
2: look, uh, Zane, uh, Zane, uh, Zane, uh, our producer Zane is shaking his head, but he did <laughs> film classes, which would have been run by the film department, surely. The department, (laughs) department with quotation marks. Uh, It's very, it's an interesting thing because, like, film is such a young medium. And so, film school is inherently probably one of the youngest kind of academic institutions outside of like social media or something like that. Especially like
1: exclusively like film or like art colleges as well. Yeah. 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 yeah,
2: Those private sort of own. Mm. I kind of did a little bit of research on this and it's interesting. So, it started Mm. as pure academic studies like film theory people analyzing
0: film and deconstructing film theory and when was that uh,
2: in the 1890s literally at the start of cinema people oh, so when already Lumi deconstructing Brothers
0: went to every country and was like hey guys we are film school yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs>
2: Um, and sort of the first sort of established one, there was uh, Russia had a film school with Sergei Eisenstein was one of the people I who founded say, it. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Uh, in, uh, and I was looking at, so the USC in the 20s was the first one that looked at practical filmmaking because it was right in the heart of L- like LA and, and yeah. Hollywood. Mm. Uh, and, and how we sort of know film school to be kind of really started in the 60s with Tisch School of the Arts, Cal Arts, and um, there's like this Texas one and... Columbia, I think, had so like it.
1: UCLA and USC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like I, mean, I think those happened like a
2: little later, UCLA yeah. specifically. Because mm. USC and UCLA, I know, have they're, like they're a rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and part, and they're usually like a part of a university. Like there's two kinds. There's the one that's part of a university, so like uh, USC, and then they have the film program in USC. <laughs> yeah. Or it's a private, full profit institution, much like the ones that you guys have studied. Is, is, is JMC a for profit? Uh, I'm
0: pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it okay. costs us a bit.
3: If you saw the oyster spread that the the heads of the campus were getting the other night, an oyster uh, spread. Yeah, I was there, Two man. Two different kinds of oysters,
0: apparently. Oh that my was god, all they fucking served. Um, really? And
2: then, and then, what's interesting is just recently there's a lot of online film classes. Yeah, is mm. the new thing, especially with screenwriting. There is. Hundreds of screenwriting classes online. I know everyone um, and
1: their mother can think they can teach screenwriting. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes, that's thing. And what's it, what's the one? The one in um, uh, afters do a lot of online courses as well. The Australian yeah. Film Television and Radio yeah. School. Oh wow, which is supposed to be in, like the top ten film schools of all yeah. of around the world. But anyway,
0: yeah. So what? Uh, what did I go? So who should go to film school? Who should go? To film Probably school? people who want to work in film. Uh, I find a lot of people who go to film school are people who are just like this will be an easy, easy a I fucking hate oh, that yeah. uh, pisses me off. God, yeah, it's annoying. Um, so, people who want to go to film to actually work in the film industry, um, I would argue one of the best things you can get from film school is contacts. You get a lot of totally. people who are yeah, working totally. in the industry. And you're getting a lot of people who will work in the industry and you will work with. Mm. Uh, always going back to Shane Black. Shane Black always said that one of the best things he did was he made contacts and he worked with people when they went through uni. They had like a little club, which was a screenwriting Wait, did club. Shane Black
3: do...
2: Film school.
0: Um, I don't know if it was film school, but I know it was university and there was a screenwriting club that he oh, yeah. was with and pretty much like...
2: And they like boarded up at the top of his house and like shared scripts and rewrites and things yeah. like that. Yeah, and yeah,
0: they they, were, they very much worked together. And that's one of the great things about film school is when you're able to work yeah. together and not lone wolf it like I usually do. Mm. It can also be some of the worst things that happen. Yeah. It sure can.
2: Mm. I mean, I think because film school is primarily technical, it's a very technical... Mm kind of line of study. I think it's really good for people who've never been on a set before. Absolutely. Because it's totally. like an ease in. It's not like jumping onto a set and not knowing what you're doing and then if you fuck up someone loses a couple hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and people who have difficulty networking, I think, because it just, mm. you're in, you have to network. To, that is why. To be I, you have to I sink or swim, swim school. basically, yeah. in film score. <laughs> yeah. And making friends. is a good place to make friends. Because yeah, you're around guys. people as opposed to like business <laughs> where it's not like people like casually talk about business on their day office. That's the thing they want to leave in the office. But film people generally want to talk about film We want to talk shop. And our talk, wives yeah. hate us for it. Yeah.
3: I mean, Chancellor and I, when we first met, we ended up having like a four-hour conversation about Doctor Who alone. So. Oh, yeah, good job. That, yeah. That's
2: Chancellor just in general. That's yeah. Yeah. how yeah, we nice. um, I thing. I, I,
0: I, I'm pretty sure I accidentally messaged my ex on Instagram so <laughs> we could talk about Doctor Who. Oh, my God. <laughs> I oh my oh my thought God. I was commenting. I didn't know I was messaging.
2: Well, oh, wow. my God. Um and I think it, what's really good about it is people who are maybe aren't good with deadlines or good with, like, they're procrastinators because it, film school gives you deadlines and you have to make the deadline. There's a, yeah. there's
1: a time and structure to everything. Yeah. So yeah. You can, it's a, it's yeah. a very
2: structured sort of place. And for people who are lacking
1: that or don't know how to the, sort of engage with it, it's a that. safety net for you to, like, develop your ideas and, like, maybe let some ideas flourish and maybe yeah. learn how to, like, I, I think Control that's
0: your very true. The safety net of yeah. film school. Because yeah. like yeah. making your first few films in a film school setting so much more safer than, say, going out spending your money to mm-hmm. hire a bunch of equipment and fuck things up and then waste $10,000 because you don't remember how to VFX at the time. And, you know... I'm only 10 grand in debt. What are you doing about? Was oh, this the this is the
2: spaceship one? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I built a spaceship in Chance's basement.
0: Oh, I've wow. still got the footage. Oh. Oh.
2: Excellent. Fun times. You should just release it as is without anything and just be like,
1: whoa.
0: Yeah. Special cool. features on Peter's
2: Deliverance. <laughs> yeah.
0: Watch one fish, two fish. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs>
2: and, and that's the other thing is that like, because you can't make a film last minute. Believe no. me, I tried <laughs> the amount of
3: the amount of ones that I've seen that have tried to go last minute it's awful. yeah,
2: and so it's good to give you get you into practice as the prep mm. shoot post prep, shoot post, and that mm. rhythm of how making a film works, and so then you get a sense of how long you take to do things
0: mm. who shouldn't go to film school? people who don't want to work in the film industry. Yeah, people who are
2: just like... <laughs> shockingly is- large amount of students who are film school students are apparently that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I just want to do YouTube stuff. Or just, oh, just man, to- no, Have
2: favorite. you encountered... See, that was like before... When I was in yeah, film school. You were pre- that wasn't YouTube. a, Like
1: YouTubers were around. Mm. No little big
2: thing, but it wasn't YouTube film school like filmmaking. It mm. was just vlogging yeah. still at the time when I went. Yeah. That's oh, how old we I We had a
0: guy in my trimester who literally came to film school and he was a vlogger. And then he left after one try because he's a vlogger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
1: vlogging is the least. Effort I can I her. can beat that. Uh, in our try, we had someone show up for one day. The first post production class, she came in, and all I heard was, "Oh, I, I just want to do wedding photography." She left. She never came back. One what? class. Oh yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Film if you want to do.
2: You can do photography <laughs> specialized courses. I don't know why she. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is it's not a bludge subject. No. And no, it's a, okay. it's a subject unlike essays or or you know literary kind of things. It's it's teamwork is paramount. Oh, absolutely. It. It's yeah. basically every assignment you do is a group assignment. Yeah. For the, the most part, true. except for maybe writing a script and maybe some film theory stuff. Um shitty work
0: ethics make for terrible film school students absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already talked about that now working on a set one but yeah the, the work ethic of mm, some schools is yeah. where they're gonna fail mm. Mm. but i also think on the flip side there is a big
2: uh, academic side to it that i think a lot of people don't realize when i was in film school mm. people weren't ready to do essays
3: yeah no. they
2: had no idea how to do an essay they had no idea how to look at a film and talk about it, or even just bullshit about wanky Theoretical stuff, and you're going to have to do that. Otherwise, you're going to be failing a class over and over again. Yep. The same class. A lot of people are going. Wait,
0: really? Rio went to your film school too. <laughs> Love you, Rio.
2: <laughs> Love you, man. Uh, Does Rio listen to this?
1: I don't know. Probably. Uh, he
2: doesn't. Um. <laughs> no, there were people. Shit. There were people at my film school who continually failed the essay. I'm like, it's the same question. You would
1: just do it right this time. Well, the thing is, a lot of people go into film school or into film, and it's like, oh, it's it's easy. It's fun. It's a hobby. And then they realize, <laughs> oh, no, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of, like, theoretical and practical applications I need to learn and, like, mm. basically master. There's a lot I need to balance. Like, I do not yeah. realize how difficult this is. They couldn't handle the crunch. Uh,
0: I, I, <laughs> I think, uh, and the the big thing about knowing that analytical stuff, because I'm the sort of guy who hates essays. I don't, I, <laughs> yeah, I, when parade. I went through high school, I specifically ditched every subject where I had to write shit and I just learned practical stuff like acting and uh, theater. Uh, but when it came to writing with film school, I actually got into it a lot because so much of the stuff you learn analytically, like uh, about genre or about international studies, is stuff that you have to put in practically. If you don't understand how a genre works, what you their tropes are, it. you can't, mm-hmm, write, can't in write that it. genre.
2: And it doesn't. I, I do think though there is a point where it gets really wanky. My film theory teacher at uni was. Very wanky. He said, "He's like essay topics and he like gave suggested essay topics and he was like, he listed filmmakers to just write about their style or whatever and he had like, and then he had like Michael Bay written and then crossed out and then like M. Night Shyamalan written and then crossed out and he was very adamant, he was very wanky about things. I was just kind of
0: like, Ugh. Michael Bay went to film school and he was head of his class he, 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 there you go. Someone was like, "It's like people running when the Michael Bay as a commercial like,
2: director is someone to look at." And he is, as his work ethic is nuts. Mm. I'd like to see anyone well, pull as that as, to he's he's working a, with a he's studio.
0: He knows
1: how to work with a studio. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: My, my first essay at uni, when I was still very, I don't know how to write essays, was about Michael Bay, uh, about his work ethic, about his style, and about how he got where he was to where he is now. Uh, and i think that was a very important my lesson my professor me. would
2: not have let me write that he was very wanky about things he had some cool moments too and the things that he dug that weren't like that aren't considered good he had his own like things that he liked that he was passionate about but that he knew were bad but he yeah. wouldn't he would let anything that he hated he would like there was a keeping you yeah, there was a friend. moratorium yeah. on it in, in in film school um, and i also think technical stuff you kind of got to be up with it and because you know i mean you know you don't have to know it all but you have to be passionate about it you have to be willing to sort of soak it all in and say oh you know black miss pro filters on a 1.4 t stop like all that kind of technical like jargon that you use because it's the most efficient when you're on a set when you're working and you've been doing it a lot it's the quickest way to get to what you want as opposed to I need the thing to feel like and look like at the thing and the what and the who. Hmm.
0: Which is why I think, uh, which is why I like the film school we went to because we kind of learnt every aspect. We learnt the post-production, pre-production and uh, thing. And a lot of people tend to like slack off in one subject because they don't care about it. The amount of people who contacted me about codecs and stuff for editing. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I'm going to edit it in H.264. And I was like, no, you're not. Uh, it's not an editing codec. That'll screw up. Um,
2: but that's what DSLRs shoot. I know. <laughs> you have to edit on H.264
0: or something. I know. <laughs> but if you're shoot, if you if you're working an 8K thing, you don't. Anyway. Um, uh, jargon. Jargon, yay. Uh, but yeah, if, if you actually know... All of the stuff you can get to where you want to be faster uh, if you know, like yeah, b- black black miss, uh, black, c- pro, black miss builders, pro which is only something I learned about last week. <laughs> I want to use them so much, dude. You, you know the whole trick we use a uh, uh, fishnet stockings? yeah, but black pro mist look a little different, oh, they're, they're, but they're the same thing. They're like same a little idea, yeah, yeah. But mesh uh, on the, them. Uh,
2: the black pro I think, go on the front of the lens. Um, the the best way to do stockings on mm. is pull them over the back of the lens and then lock it in, that will get you a better result than sticking it over the front of the lens. Yeah. It gets you like, uh, sorry, uh, do, you, do you know about the stocking trick or, Connor? Uh,
3: I think It. Yeah, it's, it, it you it. get that old
2: Hollywood glamour where everything's a little, like there's like yeah, a yeah, soft yeah. halo it, a around it everything. to the highlights, yeah.
0: the highlights. Yeah. The highlights mm. And, it's the and same it thing. softens the skin a bit too. Yeah, They
2: use it like any, any close-up on a woman in a movie's pre 1950. Mm. That is what the effect is to get cheesecloth mm. over the lens. Cheesecloth. except said so cheesecloth doesn't do that.
0: No, not at all. And people
2: say like vaseline. Vaseline doesn't look good either. No. Stocking over the back of the lens across the mount, and you just mount mm. it on. I keep the saying
1: the DP for Neon Demon she has got hair grease. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Or uh, put it into after. Or put it into Premiere. Duplicate the layer. or make an uh, uh, an adjustment layer. Blur with an. Additive uh, blending mode, yeah, same thing. I mean, it's not as good. I know it's not baked
1: in anyway. Back <laughs> on
0: topic,
2: I think the other thing, and the big thing is you need to be willing to learn because there are. I encountered a lot, I don't know about you guys. I encounter a lot of people who went to film school thinking they knew everything. Mm-hmm. I was a mm-hmm. bit like that. I very quickly, I was massively like that. I, I very, still am. I very quickly learned how little I knew, but then I also got really pissed off because there were like other people. So I still came across as an arrogant, I know everything dude, because I was just like, fuck off. Like, that's not a rule.
0: That's not a rule. Oh, I'm, I'm mm. exactly the same. Because I went in thinking I knew a lot. I learned You did so know a much. fair bit. Yeah, but I still learned so much. And when I see people who aren't paying attention or aren't learning, I'm like, God, you guys suck. Now I work there. Fuck, I hate students. You guys suck, man. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you oh. both look sad. I'm sorry. I actually like you both. I'm sorry.
2: What, about, what I'll about... see you on
0: Monday, Chanster.
2: <laughs> that's where you go see you next Tuesday, Chanster. Hey! But you're probably not seeing him on Tuesday, so... Or, or, the joke or, doesn't or work. Monday. Or Monday. On uh, Monday. Film <laughs> school war stories. Do you guys have some? <laughs> I have I have, I have. a few and I'll, I'll go through them relatively quick. Uh, one of the classes was run by a doddery old woman who gave instructions to people and we had to do these, there was like a list of the tasks we had to do for this stupid directing. She taught directing actors and she doesn't know how to direct actors for shit because their main piece of advice is don't work with theatre actors, they're too big and over the top. Oh, I'm oh, like, God. no, 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 theatre actors can replicate a performance take to take and they know, they, once they get it, they can get it. Film actors
0: don't. <laughs> you can always, if you have something too far, you can pull it back. If someone can't reach a point, you can't push them further.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Mm. Um, but she gave instructions in one class. I was the only one who paid attention. Everyone, like, fucked around. And she gave instructions in one class that everyone didn't show up for because they were all over from some giant party the night before about don't include this in the thing that you don't need to do that. So I didn't hand it in. I nearly failed the class. And she was like, oh, no, I told everyone to do that. She forgot. <laughs> it, was, it was me and, like, four other students had forgotten the thing. I'm like, no, we all four did it. And she's like, oh, well, you just did the wrong thing. I'm like, no, no. We showed up to the class, we listened,
0: <laughs> and she didn't was take your teacher it. Hungover? No, no. Was no. your teacher in that day? Was she partying the night before and was probably little bit um, I had, a typical my first I assignment film, of my
2: first group assignment film. my I was having issues with my DP, who was a little bit of and little bit of a little and my editor were really close, and And little bit of a little bit of a I know the story. Yeah, Yay. you know a story. So we, we had strict deadlines for the sound bit of a little a week to get done for the hand-in. My DOP and my editor went around behind my back and changed the edit on the film because I dictated something. I said, look, I'm going to put my foot down on this. I let them have so much leeway on other things, especially the editor, what she wanted. And then I said, no, I'm having this. And so the DP went and changed it. And the sound guy had a day and a half to redo the whole sound to fix and match Mm -hmm. it. And we got marked down on it and I got... fucking livid that was that was really bad Mm. uh i didn't get a grad i didn't get to direct a grad film and i really want to direct a grad film and then i what was interesting is over the course of people directing grad films about four of the people directing grad films dropped out like flies for really dumb reasons too
0: (laughs) see before going to uh to film store i didn't realize that was a thing people will not if you don't work on it you can just straight up fail for not handing it in Because, like, oh, how many? Like, in my group, there were there were three or four films that were just not handed in.
2: Mm. But there was one of so one of them. One of them was doing a documentary. He said it wasn't Christian. This is the guy who was actually my DP who changed the edit on me. He was doing a film that he said was not Christian propaganda. It was very clearly Christian propaganda. It was about like a. It was a documentary about an ex-con who like found Jesus and now he's like amazing anyway Anyway, he was filming it and he got like the film gave out like this special funding thing just for him and what was hilarious is you're not allowed to film someone on parole and the police (laughs) had them delete the footage and they had to can the film it was glorious schadenfreude uh there was a guy who just dropped out because he just didn't like the stress i was like there was not fair because there were four of us who didn't get directing yeah grad films and all four of Uh, even take me out of the equation, the other three guys deserved it more than the people who dropped
0: out for dumb reasons. I think that's the most unfair part. Because I don't know how other film schools work, but I know in ours, you have to fight to get your grad film made and they'll only make X amount. There may be Y amount of feet. You have to pitch it. You have to put in that effort. And some people, they do put in the effort and they don't get picked. So they're like, okay, I guess I don't. And then you get some dickhead who comes along and goes, oh yeah, I'll do it. And then it's just either shit or doesn't get done in there.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys have any war stories? I have a couple of happy ones, but I thought we'd do the negative ones and I can end on a happy note. <laughs>
3: anything? Any, anything yeah, you're, uh, gonna, you can omit names. Oh, okay. I've got one that, that's kind of, it's flavoured my whole film school experience. And it was the, <laughs> and it, and it was the moment where shit I'm flavored. like, it was, it was, it was the yeah. time in my life this, this set where I was like, is this really what I want to be doing? And then after about the second day, I was like, yes, this is what I want to do. <laughs> okay, so we went to this place called Ballandine, which is about three and a half-ish hours mm-hmm. out of Brisbane. Yep. Um, and so we were shooting in this little house for four days, and I was like, oh, cool. What they didn't tell us is that it was four 20-hour days.
0: <laughs> so oh we only had four what? hours mm, to illegal. sleep,
3: and... Uh, they didn't put on the cool sheet. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a bit cold. Um, bring long pants. So I was like, oh, it's going to be country. It's Australia. It's always hot. I brought shorts. It got to negative four. Jesus. And I went in as a PA and I ended up as the boom operator. And oh, I'd never boom up no. before. And I'm boom-opping in this field with chilling winds at negative four at like mm-hmm. five Who needs
2: twenty-hour days to do a
3: movie? Um, these these people. <laughs> they, yeah, it was um, it was rough. And our friend Rio, he was uh, he was working in the camera department, and we had to share a double bed. And at one I point, the lighting guys were happy so they just crowd around the lights. I was just like Rio, <laughs> I just grabbed him and just we ended up forcibly spooning because I'm like, it's too cold, Rio. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if you've
0: seen Rio's size. Mm. You were warming him more than he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, but um no it was it was it was a rough set and and it was like really good but then there was some like one of the acs was like nearly took out the lead actress because he was surfing <gasps> on the dolly and then he ran oh. over the dolly track and yeah there's just a bunch Fucking of stuff hell. but yeah that that's like one of my war stories of um you know <laughs> drove three and a half hours to go through four days of just absolute pain and then we we're driving home with the makeup artist Rio and myself and the stretch between um Warwick and Ipswich, we were just hysterically laughing. Like, we, 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 it hurt because we just basically spent four days being awake and we're just like, fucking. You'd gone is insane. Is this even real? Yeah. But as soon as I got back, I was just like, yep, I know this is definitely what I want to be doing.
2: I'm yeah. that kind of
3: insane. It's a bit like that. It's like, it's, it's like a, what's
2: the word, masochistic act. Yeah. Oh, it's almost, definitely
0: yeah. masochistic.
2: Uh, do you have any horror stories? Um, Anything you want to reveal?
0: Oh, well, yeah. No, just the whole like uh, work ethic teamwork thing so i i fully understand that not everyone is into every uh Perspect. every every role of the film so uh it was a camera and lighting assessment uh me and mm-hmm. one of the group mm-hmm. were we were really tight we we're like yeah cool we're gonna do this um someone else just rocked up and was like hey can we be in your group and i'm like yeah whatever We'll have three. The more the merrier. merrier. Um, so, I uh, came to the end of class. I'm like, all right, cool. So, we're going to do story. our assessment at the end of class. Uh, they're like, sweet. I'm just going to go grab something and come back. And we were like, if yeah, that's cool, we'll start setting up. So, we set up, we shoot the whole thing, we pack, uh, we're about to pack down. He finally rocks up and sorry, I forgot. And we're like, oh, it's cool. You can help us uh, pack down. It's like, no, oh, no, I've got to go now and then left. Uh, He got an HD for that assessment. How? I got an HD. The other person who did so much work, she uh, accidentally, I think when she handed it in, because we had to hand it in online as a PDF, I think she forgot to add PDF at the end. So when they downloaded it, they're like, oh, it doesn't work, you fail. And then she was like, what? No, fuck. uh," So she resubmitted it, and she got a credit. Fuck off. Fuck off. It, 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 me and her, we, we went through so much of the planning of this and this fuckhead mm. got, got an HD for it. And then I I was like, you know, fair enough. He's not into uh, cinematography. That's fine. Uh, he came and asked to work with me on another assignment and I was like, well, this is a different role. Mm. I will give you a second chance.
3: As he drinks some Guinness. <laughs> As I drink some it's Guinness.
0: Look, fool me once, shame on me, <laughs> fool me twice, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I learned my lesson. That is the main thing. That's, yeah, you learn very quickly that uh, people work fuck ethic. up. Yeah. And this is what we said on the thing. If I, if you're not going to work with me, if you're not going to work 100% effort in like a role you don't want if you're not getting paid, then I'm not going to give you a chance to give 100 percent effort in anything else. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not you, you haven't sold it for me.
2: Yeah. The blacklist is real. Yeah. And we all have it. Ooh, we all I have we our own. Have real... I have another quick war story. Oh I yes. Go go,
3: go. Um, so I was working on this test. Sh- I think Josh, you were also on this test shoot. Um you'll you'll know the story I'm talking about in a second. Mm-hmm. Where it was some it was like first-time short film like DP camera crew. Mm. And so they would do. They didn't know the call outs. And so one of us walked up and was like, "Hey, this is what you do. You know, this is how you do the call outs." Like, "Oh, cool." And then they kept calling, rolling. And then it wasn't until we got to the end of the day that we realized nobody on the camera crew, the DOP included, had pressed record. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so <laughs> they went through the whole scene like this. It was like four four and a half hours of like shooting in the studio, and it ended with. Oh, why is it? Why is there nothing here? And he, he looks at the the dop. Looks at the first AC. and It's like I thought you were recording. And then the first AC is like <sighs> I thought you were recording. <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> no! That is, oh, cool. it, oh, cool. it, is <laughs> it is.
3: Yeah. It's pretty much ingrained at our film school as like the thing that you shouldn't do. <laughs> what is not press yeah. record? <laughs> yeah, just don't press record. I'm like, I just went up to the director and she's like, oh. And I'm like, it's okay, buddy. You've got a podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: what about you, Josh? Anything you want to share? <sighs>
0: <laughs> well, I think, I know, I, think I know this Is story.
1: This, there's, there's so many I could tell. I like, I've, it's i a quick one. Chance no, just, that's a quick one. What's a quick one? Okay. Oh, I'll just, I'll just tell it quickly. Um,
0: the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be listening back to this at 1.5 speed, so you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, when
1: you're the DP on something and you're incompetent oh. director and. Uh, <laughs> sure, oh. <laughs> and your equally as incompetent uh, editor decides to go behind your back and try and insert shots without planning it with me first.
0: Very specific visual I, effect shots. Yeah,
1: I know. Very this one. specific visual effect shots without fucking planning it with me. When I'm, when I already fucking I'm doing OB with Connor, like doing like broadcast stuff with Connor. I'm. Oh, producing two other films at the time, Rio's film and David's film, and they're like, Can you can you DP this for us? I'm like, sure. I'll I'll squeeze you in. I, I I will put in, I'll put in I'll put in all the effort I can. Mm. And then you go from my fucking back. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so was you had you had, you had
0: you had you and me, you and me both That's... when you were talking about your editor DP story, this is what I was thinking the entire time. Especially since that was a film where they got feedback and the producers were like, okay, we've got to implement this feedback because people aren't mm-hmm. understanding the story. And they were like, no, no. we are dating, you can fuck off.
1: It, is perfect. Um, it, it also, is perfect. Also, yeah,
0: people people, people fucking
2: each them. other on awesome. sets
1: is a problem, uh, especially yeah. in film
2: school where everyone's or, fucking everyone. Yeah. The producer,
1: don't 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 talk to my editor only. I can oh
3: judge. yeah, only <laughs> really, yeah. I, I said that to him. I was like, oh hey dude. I was oh hang on, I got to talk to him before I can talk to you, bro. Like in front of
0: him because
3: oh, I just bro, don't man. give a fuck. It. I just I oh, mean, I didn't never. Yeah, but what about? But I the, was on that set.
0: Sorry. To what about you.
2: the good of film school? There's got to be some good. I have a couple things. Yeah, there's a lot of good. I,
0: I'm gonna admit this, Shane. I don't think I've ever heard you say something good about your film.
2: No, I had a good screenwriting teacher in my second year. He'd worked on Home and Away and All Saints, and he actually like he was like, "Oh fuck the program. We're gonna teach you how to write for TV. We're gonna set up a writers' room in the classroom, work it like a proper thing." Which was Great really idea. interesting. It was really cool, and he's. Done like a lot of stuff. He wrote this episode of All Saints that I actually knew before meeting him about like an Ebola outbreak in the hospital. Uh, it was like an intense, like melodramatic episode. It was cool. Um, I got to practice with a steady cam. I got to get a steady cam up on my vest, Fun. which you don't normally, you can't just walk into a place and say, hey, Leah, let me put on a steady cam because you're going to fucking break something. And I got to work with a steady cam for, for an hour or so nice. with, like a, with a giant fucking broadcast camera on it. I nearly broke my back. Oh. I was like, no, <laughs> get me out of this vest. Fucking I'm, arms and
0: shoulders for. Days oh,
2: now, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I worked with one of those recently. They're they're pretty, yeah.
2: And and I got to work like in a studio. So we had like a studio set up, and we had to plan a show, and we had to do it, and it got broadcast live around the campus. Oh, that's Ooh, awesome. so! I that's got to nice. direct cool. live. I essentially got to, in terms of the process, not in terms of the end result, but I got to direct live television. And do it live. And we had like shit because we, we did basically did a variety talk show interview with like Rove McManus-esque challenges yeah. in the middle mm-hmm. of it. And the host was a total dick and kept refusing things. He was an mm-hmm. asshole, but so I was working with that. I was working the talent, I was working with a bunch of crew who no one volunteered to direct first up. And so I was like, Oh fine, I'll do it. Because it was first class, first day yeah. Yeah. of film school. And so everyone was like, No, nah. and I'm like, Fine, I'm doing it. It was directing, <laughs> I'm gonna say yes, because that's what I wanna do. Because you knew everything, right? Yes. <laughs> and it was it was like I mean that is I can I cannot imagine directing live sports events or something like the Oscars. Well, as that someone who's would,
0: currently working on live sports events, and I'm listening to everything that's going on, I'm like, how the fuck yeah, are they doing this? The, the mental
2: capacity to direct something like that is nuts and it was so stressful but it was really cool because I kind of, we had to scrap a segment in the middle of the show so like while they're playing it out without it and so scrapping a segment and like ordering your camera people around with like the headsets and everything. It was really fun. Yeah, I don't know if I did a really great job but it was a really interesting muscle to exercise and I could never have done that from that like a directing position unless I was at film school so that was really fun. Um, And I think like overall like the group setting like the things we were kind of talking about like the group setting the deadlines, the discipline, access to equipment is oh. a big one.
0: <laughs> Believe yeah. me that big one. Is, yes. if, if uh, the people who should go to film schools are people who want access to equipment yeah. <laughs> for free or for you know school fees. Because
2: prior to film school all I'd shot on was like JVC handicaps Yeah yeah. yeah. DC, DSLRs weren't a thing when I was they only became a thing in my last year of film school Fuck you're old yeah. I'm way too old, way too old. I think constant feedback you're getting is also really good. Even if it's bad feedback, because then you start, you you kind of got, you get a hang of, you either get a hang or you don't. Mm. Of people constantly telling you either is this is shit, change it, yeah. totally. or or this is good, I like that, or people saying it's shit, and you're like, no, it's not, and you're wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a safe place to learn a your boundaries, but b also where you're screwing up.
2: I think I think though that's the one thing I wish film schools let kids experiment a bit more creatively. And go out of the bounds of. We're things. So sure yeah. you're going to say sexually.
0: <laughs> I do find that, that happens anyway. Yeah, yeah, I do find that sometimes
3: that the, the, like the teachers and the lecturers, not all of them, but some of them do kind of steer. They're trying to push on towards their style of filmmaking. Yeah. like there's one that we can name in particular. That I think Chancer and there's Josh one. I would think know. I've met this person. Yeah, and, and, and he, they were
2: like they were like with the script. They were yeah. like there was a script thing and a thing that chance had written in a script, and they were like, "Oh, that line, it's not." a thing you can see on screen. You would never see that in a professional script. And I just read a script called Deeper that got sold for like $2.5 million to yeah. MGM that it has all that kind of, yeah, of like 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 thing yeah.
3: on screen. I'm like, uh, excuse you. The beginning yeah. of every Star So you've got to learn
2: to be your own filmmaker yeah. as well. Yeah. But it's in an environment where you can kind of do that. Yeah. pretty safely. Anyway, that's a good place to end it. I think, so do, do we want to do top good five level. or the card game first? Uh, how much time do we have left? We have about ten-ish minutes. 10 All right, let's minutes. do a quick round of uh, we'll do a quick round. Game. So the card game that we brought back in round. the podcast a couple of weeks back. Uh, Elevator pitch. Elevator pitch. pitch and we've got the version of uh, Cliche Anything. And we're playing with a guest. So this would be really fun. He hasn't played this before. I think not much. Um, and so we're going to have a go. And if so you if guys he wins, remember, this is going to be real. It's kind of like calling out uh, an element, and then the first person to call a movie that has that thing in it gets the card. First of five cards wins. Yep. So I'll roll first. I rolled a five, and a five is a plot, Mexican standoff, El Mariachi. <laughs> yeah. Yep, there yeah. There you go. Literally.
1: Josh. Cool. I'm rolling. Have you seen? Uh, uh, I rolled a two. And that is a character that is a talking animal. Babe. There you um, go. There's,
2: there, was it uh, the filmmaking he's doing Rebel Without a Crew as um, a TV show now? Oh, I'm yeah. Dying oh, to see that. That looks I'm
3: actually partway through reading that book. Okay, number
0: so, two is plot saved by the mole people.
3: Uh, 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 the um, End of Incredibles 1.
0: No, he's uh, not saved that's by the, not that,
3: the The time machine?
0: That's what
2: I was thinking. Yes. good. Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> totally. I've only seen the remake of that.
3: How bad is that? All right, so five. Yeah, the
2: people on the ground. The Morlocks. The, Murlocs. the Murlocs. Number, Number
3: Murloc, five. Uh, genre, road movie.
2: Maniacs Fury Road. Yeah.
3: Yo. <laughs> there are so many other road movies. Why is that the one we <laughs> did with the longer
2: title? Like, like Road Trip. Road Games. Euro Trip. Euro oh, sorry, games. my go, my go, right. Oh, I forgot to roll. okay. Number two, uh, it is the ending, and it's one is left to tell the tale. Uh, uh, no. Um, no, you were right. I think well, you were right. Well, I, I, I am
0: legend, but. The gray?
2: I am legend. Alien vs. Predator. Is someone legend? Uh, the tele- first one, yeah.
0: Okay. Because the first one was I am legend up- is that. She's left live to tell oh, the tale right. of his legend. That's what I was thinking. I was like, fuck that stupid ending. Yeah. I'm on three. I don't know why I went to Alien vs. Predator.
1: Connor is on one. Chancellor is on zero. Fuck I rolled a five, and that is a plot, which is Cut the Red Wire. The Mission Impossible.
0: Mission, oh, <laughs> like I like that you said Mission Prepper. Mission Prepper. Mission her. Okay, I got a two. It's a genre, a tearjerker. Magnolia. I will accept, even yeah. though I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> oh,
2: you Really?
0: I've had your Have DVD you seen it, for Josh? years. No.
2: Have you seen Ragnolia, Connor? No, I have not. Dear God, uh, you okay, people. Okay, so
3: <laughs> uh, four is a scene, The Desert.
0: Mad Max, Mad Max Fury Road.
3: Road. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so roll it.
2: So we tied on that one. So you roll it again and then read out same a different card? different one. Yeah, same card. Read out a different number.
0: Max yeah. Mad Max Fury Road. Yay. Just re-roll
3: that one.
0: Mad Max <laughs> Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So he's number. listening he they get a different four, number? three
3: okay. times. All okay. right. So, oh, yes. Genre, Grindhouse. Grindhouse. <laughs>
2: no, it's not called Grindhouse. Oh, uh, Death Bruchetti. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, oh, oh Five, yeah. I won. Uh, yes, right. sucked game. in. Not rigged oh, at all. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Now, top five movies set at a school Ooh, or a university right. or a higher education. Who wants to go first? I'll Who go is, first. Is, sorry, I've go got Shane. my, my honourable mentions list. I've got Bring It On, obvious. There's a movie called Accepted. Do either of you know this movie? Yo. Anyone? So it's got Justin Long in it. It's actually really good. He basically makes up a fake college. Oh, no, I have seen
0: this one. It's really good. It's 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 funny because in today's environment, Mm. that's a very dodgy movie, seeming there are so many (laughs) fake colleges Uh, that screw people over.
2: Legally Blonde, which I love. Easy A, great. Mean Girls, yeah. Goodwill Mm. Hunting, uh, Dead Poets Society and Love, Simon, because I literally just watched that one. It's fresh. And then my top five is a little bit longer than top five, just because... You just did wow. all the I know, but... Uh, okay, so number... Wait, one, two, three, four, six. It's a top six, so it's not that much. Number six is School of Rock. Yep, yeah, cool. Yep. I love that. That is my favourite Richard Linklater movie more than anything is else Richard he's done. Is yes? Richard Link, like, Yeah. yeah. No, no,
1: no, no. What? Yeah, that's Richard yeah, Linklater. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's White so Why are you boyhood? <laughs> oh, wait, I put,
2: okay, Mean Girls is there too. I must have not meant to have Mean Girls in there. Uh, Whoops. Number uh, Number four is Harry Potter. All of them, but specifically five. If I have to pick one, I uh, wizard school. It's a wizard school. Yep. Uh, Number three is Get Over It. I've talked about it on the podcast enough. And if you haven't seen it, Get Over It
0: is number one.
2: (laughs) No, no. Number two is Whiplash.
0: Yeah. Oh fuck.
2: Yeah. And number one is The Breakfast Club. Cool. That cool. is the ultimate school. I really literally, safe choice. The
0: only reason I didn't put the Breakfast Club on my list is because I'm like, everyone's going to put Breakfast Club. <laughs> I'm also yeah. assuming everyone's going to put School of Rock, but I wanted to be one of yeah. them. Okay, and right. we'll
3: go around this way. Connor. Okay, okay. so my five is, uh, I got School of Rock at number five. Nice. Obviously, yes. it's uh-huh. just Jack Black has shaped so much of Hello, man. you <laughs> got a base. <laughs> just so many You great call ones. me Mr. S. <laughs> 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 Snee with three, eight. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then four, I had... Uh, uh, Goblet of Fire.
0: Yeah. Nice. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Oh, I,
3: that's the Order of the Phoenix. Is my see. I I really like Goblet of Fire. It's just my favorite of that. It's my favorite.
0: No, actually, no. Three is my the... favorite
3: book. Um, I do love this one is kind of. It's not a film, but fuck you. It's awesome. Uh, the show on Netflix. Everything sucks. Fuck you. Okay. Is it good? I it's, need to watch it. It's real. Like, cause it, at first, it's like the first two, three episodes. It's kind of like Saved by the Bell, but then it gets like.
1: They play Skins Wonderwall. Level real. They play okay. Wonderwall, so okay. yeah, the, yeah. There's okay. Oasis, which I because of that so I've been like listening to nothing but Oasis ever. for like
3: three weeks. Oh now. wow, okay. yeah. yeah, no, it's really good. Everyone watch that CD. it. That's C D. Number two, I've got uh, the Social Network. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Harvard, yep. Harvard. <laughs> yeah, um, I just really like that. That's such it's, a good movie. Yeah, so. and then number one, I've got uh, Bowling for Columbine. <laughs>
0: Fuck yes, yeah. that, that's a good choice. That is a that's very good choice. Interesting, <laughs> very relevant, very
2: politically relevant right now. Yes. Uh, yeah,
0: Um All right, so I don't have honorable mentions because there are just so many great school-based movies. There, there, aren't there. There's a lot. Like I feel like Battle because Royale. that is a time in our life that we are growing, uh, yeah. and so it's it, school-based movies kind of shape our lives a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to say every every second John Water films, uh, John Waters, John Waters, John uh,
2: fucking here's, Hughes, Hughes, John 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 Waters. Yeah, I'm like yeah,
3: like, hairspray you is, is yeah. it's. And producer has lost it. Number five, I got one John
0: Waters film in here, which no. was originally at five, and that I started swap four and five because number five is now Greece. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I just like, couldn't get over how morally corrupt that movie is. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so holy
2: shit. Smoke and you can get the man. Yeah. <laughs> Change your
0: entire idea of who you are. But you, Although, the whole timeline of Greece, what the fuck? Because on the first. I think you've
2: done this rant already
0: on the podcast. On the podcast? Okay, yes. I won't. <laughs> you have but, a lot of
2: key rants that we've heard a few yeah. times. Oh,
0: no. I'm becoming predictable. I'm going to put finger on it just to confuse you. Uh, so number four is Hairspray, John Waters. Okay, that's uh, the John Waters one? Uh, no, the musical. Okay. I do prefer the musical over the John Waters one. I do love the John Waters one. It is so disgusting, but I just love the, the musical one because it has it is like fun and light, but with like this underlining seediness of John Waters, which yeah. I love. Mm. Um, number three, School of Rock. Yeah. solid. Uh, number two is Harriet the Spy
2: Oh shit yeah I loved that movie I as a
0: kid I have not seen it since I was a kid I wanted to be a spy when I was a kid Right? <laughs> Me too It was the whole reason why I wanted to be a PI And I'm still not And talking about PIs Number one is Brick
2: Oh, oh yes, yes. Yeah. Why isn't that on my list? <clears throat> Fuck that's a good movie Don't worry I
0: said the same thing about Harry Potter So oh, Okay <sighs> right fair enough uh, Josh, your t- Josh, is,
2: Josh is
0: ruined. You ruined yeah. Josh, Josh. Sorry, Josh.
1: Josh. Josh, Josh. Um, so, my. It's funny, I nearly deleted my list. Hold then. up. We should have
0: <laughs> all had Star Wars episode two. Or episode three. <laughs> <laughs> because he kills all the Shout young. The ones. Up. Yes. Um, all
1: right, so honorable mentions now, because I fucking forgot myself. uh Brick, which is amazing. <laughs> like nice. Ryan Johnson, and he's who also did. Last Jedi this yep. nice. ride right or die team uh, Whiplash nice. uh, how can you not noise uh, number two on other dimensions this is Social Network cause nice. by David Fincher and number one is Rushmore by Wes Anderson nice um, and then to my main list uh, number five 21 Jump Street yes this is oh yeah bad. Of course. <laughs> going back to high school and doing what that does uh, number four is Me and L and the Dying Girl because oh so- fuck <laughs> why
0: wasn't that on my list <laughs> no that was that, that's good yeah uh,
1: number three is Rudy because it's it's about sports and it's a biopic and it has Sean Astin right? I only know Rudy from the reference
2: they do to it in the newsroom
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you cannot not love Sean Ashton because he's he's based um, number two School of Rock I think we've all solid yep. talked about and number one is Mean Girls uh, written by Tina Fey directed by Mark Walters because <laughs> how can you not Mean Girls is fucking amazing I can watch it yeah. Anytime ever, oh. it yeah. is time, it's infinitely it's timeless. rewatchable, and there's yeah. not a lot of movies that are like I was also gonna because I uh I forgot to put this on when uh, what I recently watched. Um, I rewatched Easy A recently, love it. It's yeah. it's a it's good cool. time. It's just yeah, right on the precipice between when Emma Stone was gonna become famous, Emma Stone, and then Amanda well, Bynes. but that's the one that gave it because she yeah. got Golden Globe nominations for comedy for it, and then that kind
2: of catapulted well, her into dying. the yeah. Emma Stoneness that we know now, yeah. yeah. The Emma Stoness, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was she'd done stuff before that, but it, that was her just first. She the did super the bad.
0: We are all Emma Stoners, right? Mm.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I only wanted to say that so I can say mm. that line. I'm, I'm moving back. Okay. Okay. okay, Thank you. And yeah. I'm going. Oh,
1: that's
2: good. That's well, that's, that's a good nice place little to little end, end, end. Thank you all for listening. This was a really fun episode. I actually yeah. really like this episode a lot.
0: Yeah, we got to bitch. Uh, we got to bitch. <laughs> uh, that's usually we got real really angry, angry and sad. Thank then you we... for coming
2: on again. No, thank you for having me. Thanks for
0: coming out all this way. Like you had gone home, and we're like, hey, it's been a week. Let's call them in again. Yeah. Look, I came on the
3: promise of Guinness. It's fine.
1: Sleeping on the couch here. <laughs> uh, if you want to tweet
2: at us or follow us on Instagram, we're on Instagram and Twitter at picture ranges, and you can email us email us questions. We wanna we wanna answer questions, it'll be cool. At Ranges at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Shane M underscore Anderson.
1: Ooh. You can find me on Twitter at
0: that KD or Caps. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Don't find me on Twitter, Twitter sucks.
3: And you can find me on Instagram at uh, rifle and my trifle.
2: Uh, that's really good. Well, thank you for coming. Uh, thank you for coming. It's not like you're here.
0: You're listening to us no, now. Everyone listening thank you for just came. Yeah. <laughs>
2: just, thank you. Just, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.